Talking stupid. I'm William. I'm Veg. And we have uh, two very special gentlemen. And if you're checking us out on Facebook Live, first of all, thank you for thank you for watching the video. Um, if you have any questions for one of our really good friends, Codename Rocky, let us know. Uh, just type it into the comments. Hey. Say hi. Yeah, um, for those you are listening audio version, uh, sorry you didn't miss the Facebook Live video, but go check it out at www.facebook.com slash uh, talking stupid and you can see the whole video from there so um like i said we have uh, a couple amazing guys good friends of the, the stupid flanders good friends of the podcast have been around for uh, the band's been around for quite some time and just you guys are awesome so thank you guys for coming first of all but uh code yeah no uh code name rocky's here so that's uh you guys are awesome and thank you for coming yeah yeah so totally this is cool definitely <laughs> some, memories, some memories in this room you're alive <laughs> yeah <laughs> Used to live in this room. I yeah. spent a lot of time in this hot room. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we used they to. They just take the air conditioner out. Yeah. So oh, we nice. would we would have kept it nice and cool for you guys. We felt like the swampy, sweaty, like man smell would be much better for go. this. All right. For the whole for it's the like whole uh, talking vibe. Exactly. <laughs> it so feels comfortable. I'll be honest. I'm, good. I'm ready. As long I, as you're I like enjoying the mood it. You said. I like good. The mood you said. Good. 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 Uh, so Cody Rocky has been around for quite some time. Yeah. Uh, 47 De- years? Definitely, <laughs> How old am I? Definitely 98. I think we might have started a few things in 97, maybe. Okay. But I, I kind of can safely claim 98. 98 is like the official, like, yeah. somewhere in the drunken spree, there was the first I have show here. documentation with dates on it that solidly gets us to 98. Okay. But All there's right. probably undocumented 97 stuff in there as well. Got it. So what what got you what what started Codename Rocky? What brought it all together? Codename Rocky started as a mishmash of bands that were falling apart. So um actually, let's see. So Dan and Matt and Ivan were playing. They put in an ad for a horn player. So that's how they got Rich. Rich was playing in low pressure. Low pressure needed a guitar player and bass player to fill in. So Matt then joined, Matt and Dan joined Low Pressure. At that point, they saw me playing trombone in Channel 6. They needed a trombone player. They said, hey, we got this other thing. And they were, they were like pushing it as like Boston's esque. Like that, that was their selling point. Um, like Boston's, Boston's. <laughs> and uh, so I came over, checked it out, and I basically said, sweet. But I'm a better trumpet player than I am a trombone player. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I think Rich was like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but um, so, yeah. So, oh, then um, Andrew was drumming for Grover's Headache. Um, we were in between drummers. So he auditioned, nailed it. He's been with us ever since. He was the baby for the longest time. Um, so we went that route for... For about a year or so, and then during the recording process, we never had a bone player. So we hit up Mikey Hamada uh, to, uh, to, to just be on the album, uh, just to cover the low end. And he just kicked all our asses. Like, he, music major, just like, he was just 
It was nuts. <laughs> so basically, we're thinking, we should ask him to join. And then the engineer's like, you should ask him to join. <laughs> <laughs> um, was he like, I can hear you guys. <laughs> <laughs> the mics are on. No, he, he sweated us out, too. Like, he knew the acid was coming, and, you know, he was giving me rides at the time. And so we would, we would talk, That's you know, going job. from thing to thing. <laughs> and Somebody's got a drink on the way. You know, that's how it works. <laughs> But he, um, yeah, he, he, he made us sweat it a little bit. Like, he was like, oh, I'll record. Oh, you know. But he joined, and um, so, yeah, that was, that was the kind of the original mishmash. So you have uh, members of Low Pressure. You have members of Channel 6. You have multiple members from uh, Grover's Headache. And at that time, 97-ish, like, that was, that was the scene. Yeah. Like, we were playing with, like, RX Bandits. Like, RX Bandits were babies. <laughs> like, they were still in high school and attending wow. high school. Wow. You know. Um, but, yeah, that's, I, I think that's a good nice. good origin story there. So with, uh, so, with you guys being around almost, almost 20 years now, then, mm-hmm. I guess, uh, how many of the original members are still playing with you guys? Oh, man. So you got me and Rich and Ivan and Mott and uh drew so we're we're at a solid five so almost wow. all of you guys are, are still are still kicking with the band after almost 20 yeah. years that's awesome that's uh that's solidarity there you know yeah. like to, to get people to be like all right we're gonna do this for that long a time like we took a break there i mean actually yep. when we when codename was on the tail end of everything um you know you guys came up and you guys filled a good good i don't know how long you guys were around 10, 10? almost 11 years now yeah so you guys, you guys did all the like heavy lifting. Well, now that you guys are back, we can step down and take a yeah, break. Like, we can kind of coast on it a little bit, you know. I mean, that, I mean, that's that's kind of how I view it. Is like you guys, like you know, held the torch and and the bands you were playing with, because like when we were out, like the scene was changing, and mm-hmm. we were everybody just had job situations or family, and it was it was cool. We just we just stopped. Um, but to be honest, as far as new members. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> you know, you You're do. actually a Power Ranger live on, uh, on Facebook right now. I'm a Power Ranger. I'm just testing out the uh, new filters. <laughs> um, but just just to, to throw it to Justin, um, we we couldn't just get anybody. Like Justin, whether it's tr- accurate or not, the way I view Justin is he went to school with my brother. So I've known him since, I, I want to say, 13 years old. Wow. And I, was, I was 13 when I started listening to Cody. I started... Listening to Channel Six, mm. <laughs> okay. and I went to mutual friends with his brother Robert, and I mean I saw Conan Rocky play at Robert's birthday party in their parents' backyard <laughs> over by El Medina High School. Um, broke my nose in the backyard in a like a three person mosh pit. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the hardcore mosh pits, yeah. you know. Somebody literally went for a right hook and yeah. got your nose in that one. So, uh, yeah, I mean I've been a fan of the band for. Since seventh grade, you know, I'm 33 now. Although I was told to say my junior year of high school that I started <laughs> listening to Code Name Rocky. But scratch that from the and, and And to push the point, I mean, one, not, not just because, you know, he, he was around the band, um, but he was just really around. Mm-hmm. And he knew the history and, like, he knew the stuff. Like, and, he, and it, it meant something to him. And he and as I've known him over the years, like he, he made it very clear. He's like, man, code name, you know. Yeah. I don't want to speak for you, but like, there wouldn't be an Eve if there wasn't a code name. You Absolutely. know what I mean? And and I hope that's okay oh, to, yeah. to say. Hundred um, <laughs> percent. So 
not any not anybody could could no take the role he's taking on and to be honest we're we're putting a big responsibility on his shoulders and he's nailing it and and we're having a good time i hope you're having a good time I'm having a blast like seriously the 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 last 6 9 months have been insanely fun good 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 and it's uh it's different it's it's a big weight for me to be the singer of a band who I emulated that singer growing up, you know, like I wanted to sound like Dan, you know, I wanted to, you know, first, first album, like that voice was so punk rock. Like, Oh, I love that. Then the second album, it's like, man, he freaking broadened his range and I want to be able to hit those notes. Never still can't, but, uh, try my damnedest, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, it's, it's surreal. Yeah, go for it. It's, uh, are we still talking? Yeah, 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 yeah you're fine. Yeah. You're no it, longer a Power Ranger. Yeah. <laughs> it is uh, an alien coming out. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be great when you see it. Watch. It's funny. But yeah, it's surreal to sing songs that uh, you know I had blaring in my car. You know when I first got my driver's license, and uh, songs that kind of shaped my adolescence, and um, that I was in the pit too for. You know, the No Time to Waste CD release party at Triangle Square and, you know, just all the different memories. You know, it's, it's cool to be on stage sharing it with those dudes. That's awesome. I will say, I, I thoroughly believe this, but fans make the greatest members, you know? You had a fan because the fan knows all the music. The fan likes the music. Like, that's full support there, you know? And you're going to, like you like you said, Justin, like, you listen to that stuff and then you come in and you're, you know, you're rocking it, man. Because you, you know it. You love that music, you know? Absolutely. I think that's that's there. So, uh, needless to say, your experience with, with joining the band has been nothing but positive. You enjoyed it? Yeah. Oh, it's been great. Um, funny Except. story. My, my, my first show, when they when they asked me, I wasn't like officially in the band. It was, hey, we had the show booked and we need someone. Can you step in? I'm like, yeah, cool. I know every song on the first two albums. And they're like, cool. We're going to play 90% from the newest album that you don't know any of the songs to. <laughs> I was like, uh, all right. So I got to learn. We were playing 10 songs and, you know, pretty much eight of them are new songs. And I was like, yeah, can we kind of change that a little bit? <laughs> I'm not in the band, but so it ended up being, I think, like six or seven of the 10 songs we played were brand new songs that I had like less than two months and two, three practices or four practices to learn. Oh, wow. Yeah, we hit you up late December, like right around Christmas time, and I think the show was middle of of January. Yeah, it was the thirteenth. It was Whitney's yeah, yeah, uh, January thirteenth. Yeah, oh, Whitney's yeah. party thirteenth. Oh, okay. So yeah, and that to Whitney. be honest, it was like the make it or break it scenario. It was going to be like, hey, if we have fun and it works, mm-hmm. let's go forward. If, it, if you know we choke, then we'll. We'll regroup and see what we'll do. Yeah. And to be honest, I I was beaming for like in two hours straight. I had the best time. And um, so not only does like he have a respect and understanding for the old stuff and where it came from and, and all the silly backstories that that only members know. Before he was a member, he knew the stories. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he he brings his own thing to it, and it works. And uh, hey, thank you, brother. Thank you, man. <laughs> Good, you guys are working together, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, could be could be worse, could be a lot worse. So, um, you talked about that there's a big gap. Like, what what caused the 
the the dropout and the drop back in. Well, specifically, what was the reason that you guys kind of stopped playing for a while? Was it just families and work and life kind of got in the way? Yeah, I mean, it was just everybody was was you know we had a lot of college graduates and people getting big boy jobs and they had to show up for. Um, but then also um, the rhythm section uh, w- wanted to do a little something different as well. Um, so our availability to practice kind of fell fell off, mm-hmm. and then um, they were kind of experimenting with things. So we ended up uh, just kind of codename just kind of stopped. I think we we had a, a farewell show at the I want, I want I hope I get this right at, at House of Blues Anaheim. Um, yes. That's right. Yeah, so we did. A, <laughs> so can confirm. So actually, we had um, January first uh, at the House of Blues Anaheim for four years in a row. Like it was our date. It was just given to us, uh, which was really cool um, to to know you just had a solid day every year. And it was New Year's Day, so it was oh, fun. nice. Um, so now we, is that a good day to play, or is that a terrible day to play? Um, it worked. It worked. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we had Because I can see a lot of people hungover being like, I don't want to go to a fucking show just after I partied like for hours last night. <laughs> yeah. No, it, 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 yeah, it worked. We had a good time. It was, it was fun. All the shows were, were fun. We, I mean, sometimes we played with, uh, I mean, Slick Shoes, Forces of Evil. Oh, um, man, I'm, I'm dropping. I just saw a flyer recently, so I was like, <laughs> like I remember this stuff. I remember those too. There. Um, so yeah, so we did that. But basically, yeah. So um, uh, Mott and uh, Dan and Drew started something. I think it started out as a band called Ronin that turned into a band called Red Letter M, and it was definitely more uh, with Mark too, right? Yeah, and Mark Bush. Uh, so Mark Bush uh, played at the t- a horn for us, the tail end of Codename Rocky once. That kind of went away. He ended up joining the Red Letter M guys, which is codenamed Rhythm Section, really. And <laughs> then uh, for trumpet, uh, he got uh, snagged by uh, Voodoo. So, oh, cool. So he's, he's still with Voodoo. Now. Yeah, he's with Voodoo. He's been with Voodoo since like two early to mid two thousands. Um, so yeah, another great musician. Like, nice. Is, um, it, is it cool to see kind of like, oh, man, like, I used to play with that guy. Now he's playing with, like, Voodoo. Do you like, it's like, F that guy. He's playing for Voodoo. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. We, we still talk. Uh, he's more available to hang out than I am. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, we send each other messages. Uh, him and our bass player, Mott, um, they sometimes get together and just write stuff for the sake of writing it. They scored uh, an independent film together. It was very kind of jazzy keyboards and some... Some horn. Like, oh, I got a call at like eleven thirty at night on a Tuesday. Be like, we need your melodica. <laughs> and I was like, all right. <laughs> Who is this? <laughs> so they came over and and kind of made this like Jamaican Western kind of thing. <laughs> it it's yeah. You get those two together and they just they just like to write. They like to record. It's cool. Um, so yeah, and they're they're working on a few different projects. Just just. To do stuff and it has nothing to do with code name. Uh, yeah, uh, I think Matt and I'm and I'm gonna. I hope I get it right. He produces beats under Gray versus Gray, so like he has a whole different. Yeah, so he kind of just does stuff on his own and just kind of does his own little side projects. That's yeah. cool though. Like you kind of you know you have your work and you have your hobbies and you kind of have everything in the middle and mm-hmm. you know, especially if your hobby's music, you know mm-hmm. you can always like music music wherever you go. You know right. you can always just transfer it and move it around. I've realized he's. Mott's very much like the brains behind everything. He's 
He like stands in the background. He isn't like by any means like a showy. Like he's not gonna get up and like you know start ripping his bass with his foot on the monitor or anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? But he's very much the behind the scenes thinker of the band that you know not all bands have. You know, and it's it's really cool to I, I come with an idea or to do something and I do it my way. And Matt's like, yeah, but no, (laughs) (laughs) we're going to do it this way and it's going to be way better. And I'm like, yeah, whatever, man, we do it. And I'm like, yeah, that was way better. (laughs) Uh, So, Oh, go ahead. I was going to say the name, codename Rocky. Where did that come from? Do you know? Oh um, yeah. It, uh, we were practicing in Pico Rivera, uh, Daniel's uh, grandparents garage. So every Sunday, we, we made that track and we do it. And a grandparent's dream to have a yeah. home band yeah, practice no. in the garage. Dan, Dan's grandparents were awesome. Uh, one, their hearing wasn't that good. Uh, no, they 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 loved having us there. Uh, and they if it was hot, they would like offer us like here's ice water. Like they they supported Daniel so much that we just like got like grandfathered in by the grandfather. I don't know. Um, but uh, yeah, so our first show and by show probably a house party. Uh, we needed a name, like some probably. I think Rich might have got us the gig, and again, a house party in some city somewhere. <laughs> um, and we needed a name, and I think we threw out some. We had some uh, some funky names in the beginning, like uh, like Daniel would sweat a ton. He still does, but he would there'd be shapes like on his <laughs> on his shirt, <laughs> and I think I think one of the names was like like Captain Dan and the Salt Stains. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and you know we'll, we'll throw that reference every once in a while, depending on. Um, but we're like we didn't have anything solid, mm-hmm. and I think uh, Richie like just opened a newspaper, went to the horse racing section, oh. and like said like two or three names like how about and we're like no how about nah. and he's like Coney Rocky and there wasn't enough nose. <laughs> you, know I mean? you know what I mean? It was just like it's better than the other two, um, and I don't think I. Thought it was gonna stick originally, you know what I mean? I was yeah. like, "Oh, we're we're still new. We're yeah, okay." A couple house parties, we'll figure you know? out if we solidify a better name. We'll go with that. Yeah, you know? and sometimes you know people are like, "Hey, you play music? Yeah, what's the name of band? Go name Rock." What? You know, <laughs> if, if if they don't have a reference for the scene or it's kind of a odd name. So to be honest, like for the first little bit, like I had to get used to it. But now it's it's code name CNR. It's mm-hmm. it's it's grown on me. Yeah. <laughs> But yes, it, uh, basically, uh, Richie did it. He basically kind of just, you know, made the master call and was like, this horse. And I think someone along the way, like, sent us a news clipping that, that it won a race. And I think I've seen a photo of the actual horse with the actual, <laughs> I don't know what they call it, but the flowers around the neck. Like, you know, yeah, when a horse yeah, wins, yeah. they get the, the, yeah, like, the, the big, the, brain, the wreath. Yeah. I don't know, I'm, you know. Sure. Yeah. The horse flowers, that's what. But uh, so, Jeremy, Jeremy's quite the botanist, we're learning. <laughs> he is. <laughs> He's the scientific one in the group. So we're named after a horse. Our second and last recorded album before this was Glue Factory Records. Um, <laughs> at, at that point, we ceased being a band. Um, but you became a horse racing team? Oh, no. Any of you are small enough to be jockeys anyway, so I don't know if that helps anything. Maybe Rich. I was going to say that, but I didn't want to. <laughs> I'm the new guy. I'll throw it out there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to see what's he going to do. Um, so I, I want to go back to a previous question, but what brought you back? What brought you back to the ska scene? 
Oh like, man. What what set it in motion? Because you guys could have just stayed out and just been like, we were codenamed Rocky, that's great. But what what brought you back into playing ska again? I was at a like a kid's birthday party. Like bringing my daughter and my family to celebrate another little one's birthday from from other friends. Got it. Uh, Code Rich was there, and he came up and he was like, "Hey, I was talking to Dan, and he wanted to do this thing, and hey, do you want to do it?" And it was just like easy to be like, "Sure," because in my head it was like, "There's no way you're gonna get you got Dan, cool. All right, you got me. There's no way you're gonna get everybody else." And then like within three weeks, it's like, "All right, everybody can do it." <laughs> and, and so it was like, oh, we should practice. Um, but so we, I don't remember, I think Trey was setting up a show, and it was this, I think they called it the 50-foot reunion show. Trey from For Pete's Sake? Yeah. So um, so totally out of order. I don't remember how the bands played. But uh, but Trey, like, got a hold of the Halperin. He got, he got the Glass House. Um, so, like, yeah, For Pete's Sake was basically, like, the inn. Mm-hmm. They invited us. They invited uh, Superhero to do a reunion. So those three bands were reuniting that one night. Um, and I know, like, the Skank Agents from San Diego played and something else. But, yeah, we were just getting together for that one night and had such a good time. And we uh, we bit off more than we could chew. It was like, we're going to do a full length, like, oh. 12, 14 songs. <laughs> And because we like we've been gone for so long, we can't just do an EP. If we're coming back, let's come back. And two years later, <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing that show being advertised, and it was like that scene from uh, Hook. We're like, "Pan's back, Pan's back." I felt like I was like I had like the flyer, and I was running up and down my street, my parents' house, like, "Code name's back, Code name's back," and everyone's like, "Shut up, kid!" <laughs> All right, Scott's dead. Go to hell. You're like, "Oh shit, okay." I'm 26 now. <laughs> oh, I'm an adult. Wife's watching right now. Justin, say hi. Hi, hi, babe. <laughs> my wife's not watching. <laughs> um. Cool. I mean, and so not only none of you guys come back, but you actually did a full album on top of that, which, which is really cool. Uh, Reboot, by the way, it sounds amazing. It's it's a great album. I thoroughly enjoyed it. So uh, first of all, thank you guys for making awesome music again because <laughs> we don't we don't get that enough to be honest in the scene. As much as people write music and stuff, we just it's good to, it's good to still see people are keeping the flame alive. You know, um, how was the writing process on that after all that time after after not playing for so long, coming back like. What what I guess my question is what brought you back to do another album? The brought us back to do another album was uh, how much fun we had at the reunion show. Um, we didn't play well at the reunion show, <laughs> and and poli- people have politely told us that. Uh, like <laughs> not as tight as I remember. Oh. <laughs> but they, it was it, Justin. You're such a jerk. It, it was. I've been it around was, a while, man. <laughs> <laughs> it and the sad thing was, and I do this all the time. It, it was meant as a compliment, but mm-hmm. just the actual words, like if you were just to read the words, it would be an insult. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. But no, uh, it was definitely meant like totally heartfelt love, and it was just like, okay. <laughs> um, I'll be honest, I wasn't at the reunion show. <laughs> what? Yeah. And it, it was for that specific reason. I was like, I don't want them to ruin the memories oh. I have. <laughs> I'm going to give them a couple shows, and then I'll watch. <laughs> and it, and, and we, didn't, we didn't play horrible, but, you know, and it was, it was another um, uh, magician. I always say magician. And it's a <laughs> musician. Musician. 
you know, and and again, he was he was being very just off the top of his head, boom. Um, yeah. But um, so yeah, we did that and we had a blast. Like we probably drank too much before we played. Don't, <laughs> I guarantee we drank too much before we played. Um, but we had fun and and we thought because we actually recorded uh, mile markers just as a single track. Like hey, we're doing you know. We just recorded something for nothing. Yeah. And we're like, that was easy. And it kind of was because everybody was in the friendly, like, all ideas are great. How do I help you, buddy? Like, nobody's like, I really don't care for that. Like, everything went, you know? Good. Yeah. And, it, and, it, and it worked. So we're like, if we can knock out one song that fast, we can knock out a whole album, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was a long process. Uh, Dan, I can safely say Dan demoed on his own and emailed us over 25 songs. Oh, 25 is like what we like would look at. Like okay. there was other more that the the numbers way higher but yeah. like you know. There were like 25 like serious songs you were like okay we're going to look at these guys and mm-hmm. break it down from there. Yeah, and then from there we just whittled it down. Um his writing process was a lot of um he's big on melodies. Like he has the melody first and so he sings a lot of crazy gibberish and scat. <laughs> um and then once we have the song and we decide hey this is it, then he basically just gives that recording to Drew, the drummer. And uh Drew uh, uh very poetic um in his own right. He like just writes a lot of like slam stuff. Um but he basically translates Dan's gibberish melody into stuff so oh, wow. there's a there's a like one of my favorite songs lyrically is uh black box and it's basically comparing a like like a relationship to a plane crash like life in and general. life in general and it's um and yeah i learned the lyrics for black box while flying on a plane oh. <laughs> and i'm reading this and i'm going maybe this isn't the best time <laughs> to kind of learn these lyrics because what a you know, poetic justice to <laughs> go down in a plane crash while learning black box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's kind of cool. Like how deep that song is. Like we have one like that called donuts. <laughs> yeah, super deep. It took us a long, a lot of time to write that one, yeah, get it really uh, solidified. This is how I feel about donuts. <laughs> it means about my soul. My favorite line is about the bagels. So, <laughs> Thank so, you. Throwing that out there. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I think you guys are both actually in the music video for that. Yes. You know, yeah. I know, I know you, you were. Yes. I don't know if you were, Justin. I was, that was mostly recorded at your 10-year reunion, which I was at, but don't remember any of it. Oh, (laughs) yes. I remember there was like a little Mexican guy selling um, tamales in the back of the doll hut. Yes. And I'm pretty sure I showed up with like $40 worth of tamales. (laughs) You made that guy's night. My wife was, I don't know if she she may have been pregnant at the time. Yes, she was pregnant. And is so, she still on? Have her answer that question. <laughs> yeah. She was very. She was pregnant because I remember having conversations about it's going to be another girl. And I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and it was another girl, <laughs> and that was just recorded. <laughs> but yeah, Sorry, oh, he Aiden. says this daily. <laughs> but uh, Sorry, she's watching it live. <laughs> I remember she was tired uh, and it was she late. Said, she said yes, I was pregnant. See, <laughs> it was late, so she went in the car to go lay down and. My drunk ass was pounding on the window, scared the crap out of her. She rolls down the window. I'm like, you want some tamales? (laughs) (laughs) What a creeper. (laughs) She was pregnant. Pretty sure she ate tamales. (laughs) She's like, yes. No, go away. Those are the best tamales. You don't get like salmonella poisoning from them. They're amazing. (laughs) So, yeah, that's pretty sure why I didn't end up making the the video because I was running around 
offering tamales to people. So. <laughs> if you guys had a song called Tamales, I would have been the star. You would have been in it. That's it. I think I did mine at it Long, was, uh, Long Beach. Yeah, yeah Piazzas. Piazzas. Uh Cody and Rich made an appearance. You can see him kind of like confused. <laughs> like, like when you guys gave me a donut, like I knew the end result of what was, it was going. <laughs> and Rich is just like, I'm here, see some music, play, you know. And then it was just like, one donut? I got a camera. And he was just, <laughs> I'm leaving now. <laughs> oh, look. She said she did eat one. See? She <laughs> ate tamale. So it was all worth it in the end. And what, you're nothing, welcome, by the way. <laughs> there's nothing better than making a pregnant woman happy. Like that, that goes a long way, I'll tell you. Yeah, I know. All right, so so did you take my advice? Uh, I actually did not. I didn't. I'll, he said, I'll, fuck you. <laughs> if, I wanted to. I really did. <laughs> oh, um, no, no. I've, I give this advice to all first-time dads, and I'm, no one takes it. I'm but sure. But you will take it for the second one. I will. Uh, I actually didn't sleep for almost 36 hours that day when, when he was yep. born. What was the advice? As soon as she starts, like, real contractions, take a nap. Because yeah. after you get to the hospital and... I know. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, there you go. After you go to the hospital and, like, baby's making a slow journey out. Slow journey out. Yes. Uh, you know? Then you're like, oh, yeah, the baby comes out and nurse... No, the nurses don't do nothing. Nope. You know? They it's just, just like, it's parents. And, and, you know? Yeah. Unless you're a total jerk. You told you. No, I was uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I I changed my fair share of diapers. I try. I try to keep uh try to keep mm-hmm. it equal. I do sleep through the night because she's a wonderful, wonderful woman and knows I have to work in the morning. So. But I'm talking in those those first like eight to ten hours. Like I'm I'm assuming she passed out. Yeah, she passed out. I watched the Little Man, and then I think even I passed out like at a certain point because like to not give so much of the story, but we literally like she started having contractions midnight April first. And so we just thought, you know, like, oh, maybe it's April just fools. Some, you know, silly, like, oh, like, silly baby. maybe he's joking. Maybe this is a funny silly thing. baby. So we're like, we're sitting around for like three hours. And the problem is we were living, we're living in Chino currently. And we had to drive to Torrance. That is a problem. Oh. That's a two hour drive on a, yeah, though that is a problem in general. Yes. <laughs> you don't realize how bad drivers are until you have to live in Chino for an extended period of time and drive. You're like, oh shit, I had it really good in Orange County. Oh, yeah. Fuck. I'm in Corona, man. I got you. <laughs> Um, Riverside. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're so like three o'clock goes around, her contractions are not going away. So we're like calling the doctors, and the doctors aren't being any help. So we're like, okay, we'll just go down there to see what's going on. Maybe she just needs some more, like an IV or something to get her through the night. Um, we get on, you know, the worst decision I've ever made in my life, and I will stick to this. Being in this band <laughs> was okay, second worst. Was, was he, trying to get on the 91 answer. freeway at two in the morning on a Friday night. That was the worst decision I've ever made in my life. During all the construction? Yeah, it was right in the middle. It was like right after they had finished the, the fast track. So we get on and east westbound's closed. So we have to go westbound, but Surface Club, Granite, and then Lincoln were all closed going the opposite direction. I literally had to drive to the 15 with a pregnant woman screaming in my car. And then I had to drive all the way to Torrance. Oh, my God. We left at like 145. We didn't get there. It's almost 3. So she was sitting in my car for like an hour, 15 minutes, like going through contractions. And you're lucky you didn't deliver a baby in your car. Seriously. Like, oh my God. And like that drive, I was so worried. I'd ask, I'd ask him when he was in the belly, like every night, be like, all right, little man, I love you so much. Please don't come in the middle of work day. Like don't come at like four in the afternoon on Thursday because daddy might miss your birth because that's not going to happen. But well, then what? 
Uh, on that note, we're at the halfway point of our podcast. So <laughs> wow. We're going to stop the uh, live feed. Thank you to uh, Justin and uh, Bill over there. Uh, yeah, uh, make sure you take a look at our uh, podcast. Uh, it'll be coming out this Friday. There's a show on Saturday. Oh, oh yeah. That's yeah. what I'm digging yeah. on Saturday All with right. Stupid Flanders. <laughs> Who? So, you do it. All right, oh. the show. Yeah. Frontman. Forgot about this. Uh, playing Saturday, Out of the Park Pizza, Parks and Rock is Parks what it's being called nice. now. Uh, for Cameron's birthday. Happy birthday, Cameron. Cameron! Woo! So, you, Odd Robot, Stupid Flanders, Codename Rocky, Fever Dream. Countless Thousands. Countless Thousands, and Pizza and Beer, and Arcade Games. 8 o'clock p.m. I love that, that band, Pizza and Beer. They're my favorite. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty Delicious. good. <laughs> All right, bye, guys. Bye. Cool. Uh, yeah, I, I was, was going to get to talking about the show. That was the next thing, but you got me all excited. I'll talk yeah. to my son forever. Unfortunately, that's kind of... <laughs> oh, I hear you. you know, I hear you. When you're a, a parent, man. <laughs> you start talking about your kid, and like, he just started smiling, and I don't want to... I don't want to not leave the house anymore because, like, I'll miss something these days. You know, that's yep. the, well. That's why he was oh, smiling. Because I was leaving in the morning. <laughs> My real dad's on his way. Cool, this guy's leaving. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, the milkman's coming over. What? That's great. Um. Oh man, I was so sick the other day, and uh, I was just laying in bed dying, and Alex was taking care of the little one and stuff. And I just look over at him and I'm like. How you doing, little man? He just starts smiling at me, and like I don't know what it was. Like he was shitting his diaper. He probably was. <laughs> he probably was, and it just that just made me like ten percent better. I was like, all right, yeah. I I won't die now. I'll have to. I'll keep alive for you. So are, you that's good. are you gonna bring him to the show? Maybe. I don't have a good set of <laughs> so big five. Big five hunting section. Oh, okay, yeah. fifteen dollars. The 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 flight path earphones. You know the the yeah. big mamma yeah, yeah. jammas. Yeah, I got. Yeah, 15 bucks. So we have a pair. We have a oh, pair of okay. baby ones. All right. Um, they're just, they're like too big for him. I'm worried that they're like, they're like too constricting on his head right, right. now. If you have time, there's an online version for kids. So they're, they are smaller and they don't do the, the crush as much. Yeah. They're like the, like, they're like a beanie. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I've, we've had one of those. And the problem is his head's too big, so it doesn't fit. Like, we have to go get it a bigger size Way now, to go, so. Will. Yeah, we took him to go see Guardians of the Galaxy. We were all prepped. We're like, we're going to get him some headphones, so he's not going to be, like, worried about – we're not worried about sound or anything. He'll be fine. And then we get there, and the head, the headphones don't fit. So I was like, well, fuck me. So hopefully hopefully we can get some. We may come to the show. I might get him. I might get him out. I no promises, though. So, um, I got, How long of a gap did you guys have between not playing and coming back? Uh, 2002 was the pause point, and then 2012 was the reunion show. Wow. So we, we had a decade. Gap. Yeah, yeah. The, oh, yeah. There's people that, like, either, like, don't know us, and that's fine. I mean, not really. You don't know us? What the heck? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, there's, there's people... It... it it's weird to be gone that long, um, but it's super cool. Like, you just be able to come back and be like, we have 30 songs we can play. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of like being in a new band. And, and I think that also that huge gap of us being gone uh, makes the transition uh, with Justin and, and Matty Owl um, work. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. people are just like, let's check this out. Mm-hmm. And what we're showing them, you know, they have a reference of a name, but they don't have a you know this is some of the kids like they're 14 years old you know and yeah. you know they they're they're not up on our 
99 greatest hits. Uh, <laughs> and 99 by the year, not, not the greatest. The that we have 99 greatest hits. Um, but, yeah, so it's, it's, there is, there's 10-year pause. and It's funny, at the Half Past Two House of Blue show, that was the first time that Codename had physical copies of the new CD. Ooh. I signed probably, like, 10 CDs that You're night. Not and I'm like, that. I'm not even on this. <laughs> Now this is the thing. Like, did did cool. you did you tell them or did you just like no, you just no. <laughs> I signed them. I Code took pictures. Justin. <laughs> yeah. was, uh, the joke was like they're gonna listen to it and be like, oh man, he sounds so much better on the album than he does live. <laughs> uh, now, are there any songs that you don't sing? Because I know that you, you guys have different <laughs> ranges. Okay, how many songs do you not sing? Because of that? we have different ranges is a very light way to put it. Um, yeah. The, original the first show i was gonna do i wasn't in the band yet and mile markers bill was talking about earlier was in the set and so i started learning all these songs and so when i first learned them i'm just kind of reading the lyrics and talking the words and then once i kind of get a decent grasp of the lyrics then i'll you know on my way home from work one day just turn the radio up as loud as it goes and bolt it out the way i would at a show and i was like maybe two lines into mile markers and i was like this is not gonna happen <laughs> there's i love the song not gonna happen um and then so that's probably the only full song so far that i've said like i, I just can't do it um but then there's other songs where it's like hey uh recluse from the new album mm-hmm. it's like if we do this and i like the after, way he sings recluse so if it's like it's always like one of the first three songs or else I, I won't be able to do it once my voice gets a little worked. Okay. Um, yeah. We, and then there's other like little parts. Like, okay, Dan did like a really high note there. I'm going to do it a little bit lower, more in my range. So it's like little things like that. And then live, sometimes there's stuff on the fly where towards the end of the show, my voice isn't what it was in the beginning. And I'm like, the note's coming up and I know it's coming up, like not going to happen. So got to figure something out on the fly and, you know, that's – Great time for like crowd Trumpet participation, <laughs> <laughs> like and tap dance. Yeah. <laughs> Bill's turn to sing. <laughs> um, did you guys ever tour? We did. Uh, we not nothing monstrous, but we were very lucky uh, that uh, Voodoo took us out uh, uh, quite a few times. Um, so we we'd have runs that would you know take us uh, up the West Coast and then kind of through like Utah and back, and we do Arizona, Colorado, Texas. Um, but uh, Texas is is as far east as we would go, just because everybody we're like. All right, I got this many vacation days. If we haul ass and drive 16 hours every day, you know, I will not lose my job. <laughs> um, you know, uh, and that was just to like pay rent, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Think but. about that though, okay? Now, this is fan Justin talking late 90s, early 2000s. I know Veg, you're close to my age. I don't know how old you oh, are. No, wait, I'm... wait. I would like to point out Veg is the oldest person Damn in the it, room. Thanks, Bill. <laughs> I, I know. He's handsome. But what he's I'm he's is, fit, but he's the imagine, oldest. It's not me. <laughs> could you imagine the power of that tour, Codename Rocky and Voodoo Glow Skulls? Yeah. Oh. And then you add the local support or whatever big bands are in that. Wait, area. I left out a band, uh, Groovy Ghoulies. Groovy Ghoulies. Oh, no way. Yeah. There's a poster hanging in uh, Eddie Casillas and Jerry um, O'Neill from Voodoo Glow Skulls um, live, have a house together. And I'm pretty sure it's in their bathroom. Mm-hmm. Right by the toilet, there's <laughs> one of those tour posters. It's Voodoo Glow Skulls, uh, Codename Rocky, 
um, Groovy Ghoulies with like a it's like a bluey like mm-hmm. it's a weird Tara McPherson was the artist uh, who who did that one and it's a screen print run um, I actually have that exact same flyer or poster uh, with every single person's oh, signature that's cool so every codename member every merch person from from the tour uh, so Groovy Ghoulies and Voodoo so I like I have one that's just like just black. Bill is the codename Rocky Hall of Records. Yeah. He, I, he has everything. I am the archivist. You know, I, I thoroughly <coughs> believe that there's one in every band. Veg is ours for Flanders. Uh, and Bill, I, you must, your codename Rocky. Uh, We're very important. I was. No, you guys, the, sure. like, there needs to be an oral history that needs to be passed down from generation to generation. So mm-hmm. there needs to be the, the one elder of the tribe that, that makes sure, you know, Max, we talked to Half Past Two a couple months ago, and Max is that for them, you know, like. Definitely. Everybody has, everybody needs to have those stories, and that's the mythos of the band, if you might say. So. And, and, and uh, there, there's always, like, one guy that does different stuff. And if you don't have that one guy or girl or person, whatnot, that does that different stuff, and it doesn't have to be like what we're talking about. Like, you mean sexual, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, like, oh, he'll do anything. Uh, and that's how Justin joined the band. <laughs> I am very flexible. Uh, you know what I mean? Because there's, there's so much just stuff that mm-hmm. goes into a moderately successful band. You know what I mean? It's like, all right, do the songs not suck? Check. You know what I mean? <laughs> can we all meet up and rehearse? Check. You know? Um, can yeah, we show up to a gig on time? Can Flanders and Ray failed this whole list. Yeah, you know? no <laughs> and, and And there's one thing, you know, there, like we were talking about a band here um, that I'm, I'm into um, is uh, the, uh, the Last Gang. And we we're, were talking about that, like, they were into it, and, but for some reason they couldn't do it. And, but it took a while to, like, hear the answer. I'm like, there's just a three-piece. Like, I have to hear eight yeses or eight noes <laughs> to, yeah. to, to get through a ska band. Uh, I was like, and then I started thinking about being in a three-piece band. Oh, I think <laughs> about I that like, a lot. How Man, nice would that be? Do you know how I cool that would days. be? <laughs> but, um, three-piece know. punk. Odd, Odd Robot knows exactly what they're doing. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Can we talk about Odd Robot? Yes, Absolutely. Please, Holy smokes. <laughs> I, at first, I was like, I knew it was coming, and I was like, oh, I I remember, yeah, we we did some stuff with like Longfellow. We did some stuff with Sedera. Longfellow you know? was so good. Oh, Longfellow, Longfellow at Coos, um, and so like I knew something was coming, and I knew Andy had a little bit uh, a little run with the Maxis for a while, mm-hmm. and like you know, and I was like, all right, cool. Um, uh, Jamie uh, was the first one to like, oh, I love this album. I love this album, and I was like, all right, cool. Jamie loves this album. And then I heard the album and was like, my lord. You know? <laughs> it, it is so good. It, it really is. It is so good. Um, it, when I explain it to people, I say it's like Elvis, Elvis Costello meets Alkaline Trio. That is my interpretation. And it, it's a very broad one, but as far as melodies versus like darker, suggestive lyrics, yeah, that's my feel. Got it. Okay. I remember getting a Instagram... Odd Robot wants to follow you. So I'm like, okay. And Who's this band, guy? Bands always try and follow just anybody. I mean, yeah. everyone in this room knows, you know, you'll send out 50 Instagram requests hoping to get 10 back or whatever. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, but I always look and see, like, you know, maybe I'm going to find a cool band, you know. Mm-hmm. So I look, and the second that I saw the word Longfellow, I was like, in, follow. <laughs> when do they play? 
uh, uh, it's not Odd Robot. The, what's the ones that they're Mormons? They're not Mormons, but oh, uh, Target Control. That's what I'm thinking of. Okay, not then. The I Mormons don't know who Odd Robot Mormons. is. You don't know. Oh, I don't know Odd Robot. Then they're I, amazing. Oh, so oh, I'm so good. Okay, yeah, check them out. Check them out, dude. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I made that comparison. You like you looked across the room like, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, yeah, the my Odd uh, Robot description does not fit Target Control. <laughs> okay, no, yeah, that's what I was like. Hmm, but that's uh, different. Okay, so I I have to I'll have to check them out then because I don't. Oh. Hey, well, they're gonna they're gonna be they're playing the Saturday. I know. I want to go. I just we'll see. Yep, he we'll doesn't see. play in Flanders. You know what? So he might Bite be your there. Tongue. He might not be yeah. there. Bite your tongue. <laughs> so that's why he's saying that he, he's he just, wants to see them. He might. He's hiatus. He's in yes. the band. Obviously, you know. he hasn't turned his tie yet. Yeah. Nope. So he no, might no. show up. Yeah, I just, it's, it's who one says I'm gonna turn that tie in? I'm just gonna take yeah. it with me. He's just run stage, yell bagels, run off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna die in that tie. You're gonna send me out in a Viking funeral with fire, and just, that's how I'm going out with the tie. I saw Odd Robot in their very first show at uh, Morgan's, and I played with uh, Damien, the drummer, in the Maxis. We both filled in uh, on their Vegas show uh, a while back, and Hustle so Blues, right, Vegas. Yeah. yeah. And so I get to Morgan's, and I'm like, oh, hey, what's up, Damien? What are you doing here? He's like, oh, my band's playing. I'm like, what band are you in? I had no idea. didn't know anything about Odd Robot. I'm like, cool, I'll check you guys out. Dude, I give him a big old hug. I'm like, dude, this band is awesome. I love <laughs> it. Yeah. From day one, I just love these guys. Yeah, like, so good. So I'm happy I, we're playing with I them. I would say, I mean, the only reason we're, the five of us are in this room is because we're, like, friends through music mm-hmm. and, like, generally like each other yeah generally um, generally you know it takes a couple beers <laughs> generally because like you're here other. jeremy <laughs> genuinely ge- how about instead of generally genuinely Ooh, i like it it's generally right up, it's right generally. up there with magician uh, uh, but um and i and i and i love good <laughs> i love good shows and I love the scene. I really do. Mm-hmm. I, I really love the scene. And I, and I love it. I love But w- when you get a little boost. And the cool thing is, Odd Robot is not in the ska band. No. Or, but they, they, you can already feel the ska community is going to support them. Yeah. yeah. And just be like, and dude, those, those guys are going to take off. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so excited for what their future is going to be. I'm so excited and jealous. Yeah. A little bit. I, I will be. I will, yeah. yeah, a little bit, a little bit. But... I don't know. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, because because you know it's uh, you want to support them but at the same time. You're like mm, I could like I want that. You know, yeah. like at the same time, I get that. I get the the, the, the mild rage of jealousy. You know, to be honest, I'm <laughs> totally rage. I'm totally I'm totally happy right now. Like if anybody was like, you want to play a bigger show, you want to tour the world. Oh, I'm yeah, bu- I'm busy. I <laughs> <laughs> can't. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I love our scene. I, I love can, Orange yeah. County. I, I love Itsy Bitsy Spider at 830. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, got, got previous engagements. Yeah. I mean, like, we, we, we pretty much stick to SoCal stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and not, not to say we, we've talked about other things, and I have a feeling in the next coming months you'll, you'll, you won't see us in Orange County uh, or, or Southern California in general. Um, but, you know, it's fun. We, we like what we're doing. Yeah. Good. Uh, this is for both of you because I'm sure you might have different answers. But what has been your favorite show playing with Codename Rocky? And Justin, I would even go as far as you could say when performing and uh, being a fan. Okay. What, is, what has been your go favorite go show or like favorite band to perform with? I, I, have, have, to to, I have two to think of. So oh, man. Yes, like three questions in one. I did. Yeah. I said, well, okay, I'm so, confused. Okay, so so my, my, I guess my okay. question is 
I will take a part. So favorite band to perform with. I would say in of our genre, uh, like third wave s some two tone stuff. The only band that I have not played with uh, personally haven't is Lesson Jake. So okay. Skamacon, oh, yeah, I, by... I am so happy for our date. I love our date. I think yeah. our date you guys is have an amazing day. Super mm-hmm. solid. I love it. Wouldn't trade it for the world. But then I'm like, look, like at the other side of the flyer, I'm like, I still haven't played with you. You're right there. <laughs> You're right there. But like the other guys, I said they're from other bands. The other guys have all had scenarios where they got to play with them. Oh. So I'm like this, like... But if you think womp about womp. it, it's one festival, so technically you're on the no. same show. I'm just trying to make you feel better. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I, I'm down for technicalities, uh, but no. no. Use yeah, what? Well, you can learn, like, one song of ours and I'm jump not- on stage. <laughs> I mean, we don't know if we're playing Wait, right. I don't know what you're talking about. Shut up, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. Nothing <laughs> depends on when this comes out. Yeah, exactly. We're gonna have to. All right, <laughs> give, give me work, veg. God damn it. Let, let's talk after this. Yeah. You said you play trombone, right? Magicians. <laughs> 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 you know who else was a great magician? Jimmy Hendrix. <laughs> One of my favorites. When he pulled that rabbit out of the hat, <laughs> my god. And by rabbit, I mean heroin. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, you guys have been too much. Got real so dark. Much. <laughs> too much. It's acid. Um, so, right, I'll, so I'll give you What's been fa- your favorite show to play with them so far? With favorite the show to year. play is a, I would say a toss-up of my first show at Out of the Park, which was cool because it was my first show. I've, I don't think I've ever been that sober playing a show. <laughs> uh, so that and it was just awesome. I mean. I got off the stage and my dad came up to me and is like, I've never seen you smile so much on stage. Like I was just, I was sober, but I was so high at the same time. Like, you know, just from, um, you know, just, it was just a surreal moment. Um, so I would say playing would be either that show or the last show at house of blues because it was an awesome crowd, awesome vibe. I mean, everyone was going crazy. Um, yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. That was a good show. Yeah, <laughs> that last that last House of Blues show. Yep. Yeah, that was yeah, fun. That that was a ton of fun. So, those would be my favorite uh, playing. My favorite Codename Rock show that I've been to would be the No Time to Waste CD release party. That was sick. The roof of Triangle Square. Um, like half these guys came out in dresses. Yes. Um, and That's awesome. Dan was like full makeup and everything. <laughs> and uh, you, you posted a bunch of pictures like recently, Codename. Facebook page posted a bunch of pictures from that night, and it's like seeing all those pictures. I remember being there. Um, uh, Pharmaceutical Bandits opened for wow. Codename at the show, and it was it was just we we broke packed. not we the the audience broke a four five foot planter. Oh, like because they were planter the cement planter, <laughs> like they were standing on it and like jumping to crowd surf and. At the end, it was just this this huge just crack. Like I mean, it was missing. Then like dirt was falling out, you know. But I mean, it's I mean, it came to like here. Um, It was it was yeah, that was an awesome show. I remember we got there. Me and two of my friends uh, got there really early. Like they were still like building the stage, and we just kind of sat and like this is our spot. No one's taking the spot. And then as soon as like uh, pharmaceutical bandits started playing, we were like. 
okay, we're leaving the spot. <laughs> like, we <laughs> jumped in the crowd. And <laughs> I, it was just, I think I was, well, you guys released that. I was probably That was 15, July 3rd, 1999. 99, so, I, yeah, I was 15. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Fun fact, the stage that we, that you, that we were building huh? was originally made for a no doubt uh, secret uh, party at Triangle Square. And basically, so they they built this like wooden sectional stage, and uh, Virgin Records had it in their warehouse, and we're just like, can we borrow it? And they're like, yeah, we're gonna throw it out. It's a piece of crap. <laughs> and we're just like, all right. So it was like a free stage. Oh, wow. I think, yeah, we like we had an Etni sponsorship for like basically our Etni sponsorship uh, was. The seven of us got like one free pair of shoes, and we got a bunch of stickers and banners to hang up. All seven had to, pay, had yeah. to share one pair of shoes. <laughs> and my, my shoes were too small, and I'm so I'm like trying to wear them, and it's like, oh man, if my toes hurt. <laughs> um, but yeah, we had like basically all the sponsors like covered everything. I think we just paid for the sound guy, and like the stage was rented or, or loaned to us uh, from uh, Virgin and. And I, I just felt kind of like special. I was like, it's no doubt. They built it for no they, doubt. They played on <laughs> the stage. <laughs> and we get to use it. That's cool. <laughs> that is so cool. Um, we're we're kind of going to start wrapping it up. But I want to I wanna plug that show again because just you guys have the, the deets on it. So it's this Saturday, right? This Saturday, Saturday, May 27th at what used to be, well, still out of the park. But out of the park is the restaurant. The venue that is right next to the restaurant is currently called parks and rock so oh that's that's officially the it's officially, officially yeah that's the official thing so when you promote don't say at out of the park because it's incorrect and people get upset okay sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. parks uh, and rock now okay. parks, and rock. parks and rock and parks and rock in association with out of the park pizza in association with pocket entertainment are doing scomicon scomicon okay yes but our show for saturday uh it's going to be fever dream um uh, let's say uh countless thousands uh stupid flanders mm-hmm. uh odd robot us is that five bands that's it yep it's going to be fun. fun. And beer the drummer pizza. for Fever Dream used to be the trumpet player in Eva Destruction. I forgot about that. Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I, I I feel like you're not a part of a real ska band unless you, one of your bandmates or you is part of three other bands. Like, <laughs> legitimately, you can't uh, you can't call yourself a ska band. We're covered with EJ. Yeah. <laughs> he did well, do ska bands. He's like, I'm in a weird jazz ensemble where we play well, with puppets. I don't know. What about Carafa? Carafa is like... He's in every band. Sometimes I forget <laughs> certain bands. Like, I'll see him. I'm like, hey, good to see you. And he's like, I'm playing. I'm like, oh, yeah, you are playing. <laughs> yeah, you're in that band. I forget. Yeah. Oh, those are the nights where he where he used to do Skepesh Mode, Skadana, and Stupid Flanders. All three in a night. Man, those were like rough nights for him. He gets like just a the final one. set and be like, I can't do it. I just can't. Like, like, like you got to cut me, boss. You got to cut like in a boxing match. Like, I can't do it. Oh, I don't know how he does that, man. <laughs> so, uh, anything you guys want to say to your fans? Anything that uh, you guys want to put out Hi. there? Hi. Hi. Perfect. Yes, you oh, are. Thank you. Man, I wish I had something really clever, but no. Um, Saturday is going to be super fun, and Cameron with uh, uh, Pocket Entertainment and Cameron and Whitney uh, do so much good stuff for the scene. They are amazing. And, They're uh, fantastic. I feel like they've single handedly not only made Out of the Park Pizza or Parks and Rec an amazing venue to be at, but like I feel like they're single handedly holding 
uh, the Scott scene together with lots of duct tape. Yeah. They, I mean, so you just said Parks and Rec. You know that, right? Parks and what Rock. Is, <laughs> Parks and Rock. I like Parks and Rec. It's a great show. You know, it, it, it's a pun off Parks and Rec. So yeah, exactly. you're, you're in there. I, it's, yeah. it's, Where else do you go for an all ages show that doesn't cost you 10 plus dollars? You know, you go to the observatory or House of Blues See, twice a year. Yep. You know, and it's going to cost you, you know, upwards of. Especially if you're not 18 or 21 then it's going to cost your parents you know 20 bucks yep and then they got to drive you there and they got to wake up and come pick you up so it's it's cool that they do this at, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's cool that they do this at an all-ages place where everyone can come out yeah you know it's, it's rad yeah you got free all ages full bar and the bands get paid yeah like that is just the perfect so, yeah it's it's the uh Go ahead. To end it, on least our side or my side, uh, Cameron Whitney, Pocket Entertainment, thank you for doing what you do. Yes. Uh, this Saturday, we have, we have Cameron's show. We've already named the bands. Um, it, it's just going to be fun. And then in July, I mean, this is just nuts. Scomicon, we, we, you guys played the first Scomicon yeah. with us, right? Yeah, it was just a small little... It was just a whatever yeah. show. It, it was, was super fun. fun. Show, just super fun. Yeah. I, you did a podcast then. I did a podcast yeah. that yeah. night, yeah. You know, and... 12 months later, it is Amazing. the gnarliest third wave ska show to hit Orange County in forever. Yeah. Since like the I thought it was a joke. Tour, like, Seriously. When I first saw the flyer, I'm like, I, I messaged Cameron, I'm like, is this real? What's going on? I had no idea that this was coming. Right. Yeah, and big, a big shout out to both of them. Like, the amount of hours oh, I, can, I can see they're putting together and putting mm. the, into this, like, Holy crap! Like you can't you can't do what you're doing with the amount of time and effort you're putting in without loving what you're doing. You know. Right. I went to their house uh, recently, and they have this this this. Do they know this? <laughs> well, you, you heard that. Never mind. They, <laughs> <laughs> they have this gnarly like whiteboard, and it's just like it's just itemized of like to dos, and it's everything from like you know get dis soap to book this show to get contracts ready to wow. you know I mean. They, I mean, their life is on that wall, mm-hmm. and I, and it was, you know, that they do that, but once you see it like broken down into these are the things we have to do to be us, it's they do a lot of stuff. It's nuts. That's awesome. I love them. They're good. They're they're great people. I think if everything goes well, they're going to be on actually next week. So cool. we're going to have them in talking about Comic Con. So we'll talk about that more next week. So right. reminds me, I'm going to text Cameron real right quick too. He kind of said. You know something you want to say? Thank you, because oh, thank you, to yeah, you guys for oh. having us. Yeah, um, thank you, thanks guys. Thank, thank you, you from me personally. Stop. Thank you to <laughs> everyone who has kind of accepted me as part of Codename Rocky. And I'm not, you know, it's it's hard to accept a a new singer. I feel because I'm probably just as guilty to be critical of people. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Like, well, I love that singer and you took a spot and you're not as good. And thank you for knowing I'm not as good, but still being really nice to me. Appreciate that. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, big thanks to Codename Rocky for Justin and Bill to come out tonight. That was awesome. Thank you guys. Um, you can check out this podcast and all the other ones at www.stupid-flanders.com slash podcasts. Uh, you can check us out on all the social media sites, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, next week we're probably going to have some very special guests from Pocket Entertainment coming out. So check that out. And uh, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you again in another episode of Talking Stupid. Bye. Woo! Peace out. Yeah. 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 I saw the world come crashing down. I hate